Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Outlaw, the original Outlaw podcast. Well, I'm not going to take getting dressed for granted after all of this. Being in um, shelter in place the last few weeks, about two months now, has really been hard. Do you remember when you used to wear cute shoes places? I keep reading about what a mood buster it is to get dressed for real and even wear shoes at home. It feels a little bit more like you're official or like you're working or kind of in the work environment. Um, so looking forward to May, I'm going to kind of change things because I really feel this to my core. I love to get dressed. I'm a fancy person. I rarely leave my house without makeup on. I like to fix my hair. I love to be creative with my clothes. And I'm constantly looking for ways to restyle the things I already own. And I love to thrift shop to add things into my wardrobe. And so while working from home, I've fallen into a rut. I've been wearing t-shirts and jeans and a lot more casual than who I normally am. And so this is why I really am looking forward to May this year because I've joined in to, uh, to participate for Dress a Day in May. This will be my 10th year of doing this. I have my friend Sarah Jane Menifee joining in on the call. She's calling from home. I'm also from home today. Welcome, Sarah Jane. Hi, thanks for having me. Yes. So this is uh, the reason I want Sarah Jane to join in. She was, one of, she was my first guest on the very first podcast, and we talked briefly about Dress a Day in May. But I really want to dig in deep and explain what Dress a Day in May is and, and how it started, what the rules are, and why, why we keep doing it year after year. Because every year I'm like, maybe I shouldn't do it anymore, but I always find a reason to just grab hold and keep doing it. So um, I want to let you, Sarah Jane, kind of explain what Dress a Day in May is, if you don't mind. Absolutely. Well, I can't believe it's already been 10 years, Autumn, that time has flown. Um, and I, I, too, look forward to it every year. So Dress a Day in May, it started um, because I, like many women, had a lot of dresses kind of in the back of my closet that I didn't wear that often. I um, was newly in the professional working world and was all about slacks and button-up shirts and uh, <laughs> didn't wear dresses that often. Then I um, got engaged and married and I bought a lot of dresses for wedding showers and things, a lot of really pretty ones that I loved. But I found that for six months after I was married, I never touched them, um, not even for church or anything. Uh, well, May rolled around and I posted on Facebook, I'm just thinking about wearing my dresses more. Wouldn't it be fun if I wore a dress every day in May? May is the ideal month. It's in, in Texas, at least. It's actual springtime weather. It's beautiful yes. out. And um, it's the perfect time to get out your floral dresses um, and, and wear them. So I posted that on Facebook and I had several friends that jumped on and said they wanted to do it with me. 
that first year we started a blog, which we did not keep up with. But what we did find was a really amazing Facebook community um, with women from all over. A lot of our friends and extended friend networks have participated in Dress a Day in May off and on throughout the years. And um, it's been really interesting to see where this group has gone with wearing dresses every day. It is. There's What's been really fun to me is the network of, of friends we've built. You mentioned that, but we have friends that we met through Dress a Day in May who live in Washington State. We have friends who live in Chicago. We have friends who live in our own community that we had never met before. Uh, so to me, the relationships and friendships that we've built, we've, we've gone through loss, we've gone through celebrations, we've gone through um, all kinds of things just because we love wearing dresses. Um, and again, it's the whole purpose of just getting dressed and, and kind of showing, you know, how you're styling your clothes and what you're doing. So it's been such a, gosh, just a, a really interesting, fun way to get to know people with something that, I'm, that I love anyway, which is fashion and clothes. Uh, <laughs> And some of us, like me, I'm not as fashion-y as you are, although I've had some years where I felt more fashion-y, but I'm really always a stay-at-home mom now, um, so getting dressed up is more of a challenge, but it's also a really refreshing reset for me every year, where I'm like, I'm for sure this year more than ever, like you said, with everything with the quarantine um, going on. I've definitely pretty much worn workout clothes every day, but um, I'm so excited to spend the time for myself. Um, in a way that I don't normally, and it's, it just changes my outlook on my body, on my clothes, and um, on being a woman. And as a mom of three girls, I feel like it also puts me in the position of giving them a positive role model. Oh, I love when you have your girls dressed up with you in your pictures, which I have, not, I've, I have two daughters too, and I'm sadly say I haven't really included them a whole lot because usually I'm up and dressed and then brushing out the work. door. <laughs> so, but, um, I love when you get the girls involved in the pictures. It's so, so much fun. I love it. That's what I'm going to start doing this year. Now that I have the time, you know, we'll be home together and I can take some photos and get them dressed up and kind of hopefully they'll, they'll love doing it too. Um, I wanted to mention, you know, kind of all this started off. There's a small group of us, probably what, 15 or so. A lot of us mm -hmm. worked together. We worked at the college campus. Um, I had a few friends who worked for the local news station and they hopped on board and it kind of grew. So the first year, there were about 15 of us who were actually blogging. Um, and then we had a, I have a, one of my best friends, um, Casey, who I interviewed very early on on the podcast, um, she participated, but she would not share pictures. She is not a picture taker. She doesn't like it. Um, but I had more and more people reach out to me and say, hey, I want to dress every day in May because of, of you know, how you're sharing your story, but I don't want to share pictures, but I'm doing it. And I feel like just better because I'm actually putting a little more effort into my outfit or I'm, you know, putting, putting makeup on. I haven't really worn makeup. I remember one person even said that her, um, her boss had said, you know, you really have looked polished lately. I can tell you've come to work, ready to, to work, and it really shows in how you, how you, your appearance, you know, it was very flattering. It was not inappropriate at all. It was very, yeah. but they noticed that she was trying a little bit more and just because of her wearing a dress. Um, so there's definitely a lot of ways it's, it's, you know, helped. I know one of the ladies in our group shared a couple of years after the first year that she was having some family um, struggles and that every day getting up and getting dressed and shared a picture made her get out of bed. Um, for the day and that she was mm -hmm. really struggling to even get out of bed, but it has it helped her to actually conquer the day. So um, absolutely. Well, and our community awesome. on Facebook is incredibly positive and affirming and you don't have to have a picture. And that's just something that we like to do to kind of share and sort of check off where am I dressed today? Here it is, you know, <laughs> like we did this. Did this. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, some people will take you know, post once a week, here are all the dresses I wore, or, hey, I took a dress, I, I wore a dress today, but I'm not really feeling like sharing. Yeah, one friend um, had dresses on the floor and took pictures of her outfit. Yeah. Of her she wasn't in them, but showed what she had on. She just was more comfortable that way. So it's been, it's fun to see the creativity that goes in 
behind this too. Absolutely. It's very empowering. And I, I like the idea of taking back the dress as a powerful symbol of feminism, that it was something that used to be, that was all women were allowed to wear. And now we have the choice to wear it and rock it. So it's really fun to think of it that way and not thinking like we're trying to go back to the olden days of just never wearing pants. It's more like we, we look great when we take the time to dress up and take care of ourselves. And as a group, we're more powerful than any individual. That's so true. It's absolutely right. And one thing that I think is really cool too is you know, we were able to be in the news a few times. One year you had a camera crew come to your house and film in your closet. <laughs> that was so much fun. I that was, was in Karen's closet, oh, not Karen. my closet. <laughs> yes. We had her on last, had her on last week. Um, in her closet. There was uh, that one time that I unbuttoned my shirt on live TV. That was awkward. <laughs> I had a dress on underneath it. <laughs> We've been uh, featured in magazines locally, the Waco, Waco and Magazine and the Waco Today. Um, uh, both have done articles about Dress Day in May. Mm -hmm. I was even asked to MC a fashion show because of Dress Today in May. Um, so it's some really cool things we've been pulled into because it's, again, because of like the relationships we've built, just because we're doing something that seems so simple. I mean, we're a dress, take a picture, but it, it, there's more to it. Um, and so I want to talk over the rules for dress a, day, dress a Day in May. People ask me all the time, what are the rules? What should I know? So Sarah Jane, what are the rules? Well, the rules are, there are no rules on them. <laughs> that's right. There are no rules. Whatever you make it. Um, um, that's one thing people ask. So like, if I don't have 31 dresses or I don't want to wear, maybe can I not wear dresses on the weekends? Sure. Do whatever you want to. Um, it's really whatever your rules or the rules you want to make up for yourself. So yeah, it's more of a personal challenge. So you can choose, hey, these are dresses that I haven't been able to wear, that I want to wear. Um, we've done fun little dress up challenges in the middle of it where we're like, pick a super formal dress and figure out a way to wear it in normal life. Um, we've done dress up like your favorite celebrity or, or wear um, some color. Like we picked a color, but wear blue this today yes. just, just because, just to add a little extra fun into it. And it doesn't always have to be dresses. It can be skirts too. We've done dresses or skirts. There's some days when you have work obligations and things you need to do. Weekends are especially hard, but it feels like we're in an endless weekend. So it's going to be fun to see what people wear during yeah. COVID-19 for just a day in May because well, the situations have changed for a lot of people. And that's what something I'm looking at, you know, this, I'm not sure what May's going to bring exactly. I know I'm working from home for quite a while still, like many people. And so this year I'm going to, I'm probably going to shake things up a little bit. I'm looking for maybe, um, and I'm still not completely sure on how I'm going to kind of uh, make this happen, but I'm looking at different t-shirts from businesses in, the, in our community in Waco that are like, you know, nonprofits and small businesses that I can wear with dresses. So I've usually can find a way to, you know, for work, if we have a casual day, I can find a way to dress up a t-shirt. So I'm going to see if I can incorporate some of those shirts for some of those places and kind of give, bring some awareness to places like Mission Waco, which is one of the places I love most and other places just to kind of bring awareness to them. Um, and maybe make things a little more casual this year when normally I, I like to be more um, business attire. Yeah, I like that idea. And I, I thought about maybe having like a fancy Friday where we, we can embrace the fancy, but the rest of the day is let's, let's keep it casual, um, lighthearted dresses. You can do anything in a dress. I have, um, I've had a change of tire in a dress before on my car. I had a flat <laughs> dress day in May and, um, I've done gardening in a dress. I've, we've both run 5Ks in, in running skirts before. Yeah, we have, yeah. We've so. planted, um, at a vineyard, we planted some twigs one time. And, and <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah, we My oldest was really small. That was, man, 10 years, a lot happens. And if you're doing the challenge, you do end up with a lot more dresses, so. Oh, yeah. And one thing that um, you know, we talked about 
kind of acquiring dresses, um, both Sarah Jane and I are very thrifty or frugal or cheap. I mean, whatever you can call us all those things. And frugal is probably we're proud. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I um, love shopping at consignment stores, at uh, resale shops, Goodwill. I mean, those are my places. I'm struggling right now because I can look at Amazon and be like, oh, that's cute. That's like four times more than I'd pay for that. I can find that Mm -hmm. somewhere else that's, you know, um, at a consignment place. Um, So I have purchased the last couple of years, I've dedicated my wardrobe for Dress a Day in May to um, Clothesline, which is a, a, a shop here in Waco, takes donations, they resell, and all the proceeds benefit Mission Waco and then the, the Mana House, which is a shelter for homeless men here in Waco. So all the proceeds from the clothing sold benefits them. Um, one thing that's really hard for me this year is, you know, I always promote that. People go and shop there and they donate there, um, but they are going to remain closed a little bit longer, um, at least through the first week of May because they're trying to get their staff kind of prepared for reopening since, you know, COVID-19 has, has changed the way we do business. But um, I still, I, I, like you said, I have so many dresses that are from Clothesline. Throughout the year, I go and purchase you know, more um, to add to my wardrobe. So I'm to open, but I'm still going to pr- still promote Mission Waco and Clothesline and all the great things they do for our community. And I know you personally. If you're interested in joining the challenge, um, you can you can do that from anywhere. <laughs> if you want to post a picture online on any social media, we'd use the hashtag Dress a Day in May all together, one word. Also, if you look on Facebook and search Dress a Day in May, you can find our Facebook group, which we'd love to have you. It's a private group, so it's closed. We'll let you in. <laughs> we let almost everybody in, I think. We do. Okay. About 260 women in the mm-hmm. group right now, so it's. Um, it's grown and grown, but you know, every 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 year we add more folks. So we'd love for women to join the group and show off what you're what you're wearing, and um, we'll be glad to tell you how pretty you are, and we want to see your style and how you're putting it all together. Absolutely, we want to cheer you on through May. And the reason why it's private is just because some people don't want to share their photo with the world; they want to share it with just this group of women, and we're we're all here for that too. That's right. So be sure you join the group, follow along. Uh, if you like to thrift shop or you like to buy the uh, prettiest, nicest, most expensive dresses and wear those, we will, you're part of our group. You come on and, and show us what you got. We'd love to see it. So um, we're going to take a quick break and come back. And Sarah Jane and I have done some fun things with our kiddos over the last uh, about six weeks during the shelter in place. So we're going to run through a list of some things we've done and hopefully inspire you to find some ways, some fun ways to spend time with your kids. So we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. At Saks.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Hello, I'm Ann Harder. Central Texas Living has found a new home on the Rogue Media Network in a podcast. Join me each week as I talk to a new guest from our community that you may know or have always wanted to. We'll talk about exciting events, progress, changes in our little part of the world, and much more. And if you've got people you'd love to hear from on the podcast, just drop me a line at ann at roguemedianetwork.com. The show you've loved over the years on television is now available anywhere you get your podcasts. Subscribe today and we'll see you next time on Central Texas Living. All right, thanks for coming back. Uh, I have Sarah Jane Menifee here with me today, one of my um, best buds. We've worked together 
uh, for years and we have kids are in the same age. And so uh, we share a lot of experiences together. Um, Sarah Jane, let me go ahead and kick it off with one that I did this last weekend with a group of friends. We went on a scavenger hunt and it was more fun than I even thought it would be. Um, I have three kids and they range from, you know, my youngest is four, I have an eight-year-old daughter and then I have a 13-year-old son. And we um, joined in with two other families and they each have two kids around the same ages. And uh, one of the friends asked uh, a friend in our community to create a scavenger hunt so that we, you know, we all could compete and would know what the, the um, challenges were going to be. So this friend went all out. We thought we were going to be doing a scavenger hunt in our neighborhood, and it wound up being a scavenger hunt all around Waco, which was uh, so much fun. The, the, there are 17 challenges. Of course, we didn't see them. What she did is she created the challenges, and she sent us text messages. So once we accomplished a challenge, we had to send a photo or a video to show that we completed that, then she would send the next challenge to us. We had the opportunity to skip challenges, but if we skipped one, we had to make sure we completed the following challenge. So there were some fun rules in there. Um, the challenges ranged from uh, picking a bouquet of flowers uh, and letting the mom hold it with the kids and sending a picture. We took pictures on the really cool cows uh, down by the river, with the bulls and cows by the, the river here in Waco. Um, that was one fun one. We went on the Baylor campus and took photos. We had to throw a touchdown pass at McLean Stadium, of course. It was outside of McLean Stadium. <laughs> um, but we did, I mean, lots of fun things. And the very last one was going through Chick-fil-A drive through and saying thank you until they said my pleasure, like over and over. <laughs> my daughter, my eight-year-old, love that because she's, you know, likes to kind of pick at people a little bit. So she had a great time with that. But we had no prizes. It was just the, you know, the winning team. We got the, got the honor of knowing we won. And so we had the best time and some fun pictures and memories to keep. And we got to see a lot of Waco. I mean, there are things my husband's like, I didn't know we had a tornado monument downtown. I'm like, where have you been? Um, he didn't know like where some historical homes were. I mean, the murals that we had to you know, find, it was it was awesome. We had the best. How many time. challenges did y'all end up completing? So we were able to skip some. So we did 15 total challenges. So wow, sure. that's a lot. Yeah, it was two hours, a full two hours. The very first one that kicked off was a puzzle. And we were all like, oh puzzle but uh, we got knocked out in 15 minutes and then took off on the next level. oh how cool that's so fun yeah so um i know you've also adventured around and seen murals around waco too with your family yeah so um this easter i added some fun special coupons and the eggs for my daughters to find and some of them included things like you get a special treat or you get a, a date with mom or dad and then when my one of my kids wanted to cash it in i was like oh well we can't go anywhere <laughs> what are we going to do? Well, my middle daughter, Nora, loves art. She is obsessed with paintings and fashion and just all things that are colorful. So I suggested that we do kind of like a scavenger hunt, but more like a, a photo tour of murals of Waco. And um, Creative Waco, which is an organization here um, in town, has a really great interactive map that allows you to find all the outdoor art. And so we use that and there's so many downtown that we, we did a lot similarly, about an hour and a half of driving around, getting in and out of the car. Um, but we'd spend, it was like going to an art gallery, but outside. Yeah. We took a bunch of pictures with each one, and then we stopped and grabbed ice cream from Heritage Creamery and ate it on the Baylor campus at the Armstrong Browning Library. Mm. And it was a perfect day. And everything, I don't know about you, everything that we planned have, has to fit within an hour and a half to two hours, because at some point someone has to go to the bathroom, yes. and then you have to go back home, because there's no place to go yes, when you're out about. We had that too. As soon as it was done, I'm like, all right, break, everybody go. Because we had all head to our houses to go to the bathroom. And yeah, because we had been so yeah. good at social distancing the whole time. So we wanted to make sure we maintained that distance. 
Absolutely. But now it was so fun to go see some murals that I've seen pictures of, but haven't seen up close and, and do it all within the potty time frame. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I want to mention a few more pretty quick, but things we've done, we had Zoom bingo. I talked about that last week where we had um, a few families um, on Zoom call and we had someone who brought over the uh, bingo cards and we had someone who was managing the balls and calling out numbers. And then um, we all live within the same neighborhood. So the, the little prizes were like a Dr. Pepper and little Debbie snack cakes and they left them on our doorstep. So again, we we're able to social distance and still be engaged and still have some social activity with the kids and families. Um, one thing I saw a friend of mine on Facebook and Kimberly Woodfin, she has theme nights and she does it about every other night where the family will dress up in a theme and they either watch a movie or eat a meal that matches that. And it is precious. She has four kids. And so they did a, a frozen night and everyone dressed up and they watched the frozen movie. And then they had um, one that had seafood and they all dressed like uh, under the sea. And she even decorated with um, cute little like octopus looking things hanging around, almost like a party in her kitchen. It was precious. So that's so, so, so fun. It's a fun way to bring a little party atmosphere into, um, you know, the kids, for the kids and, and just the day-to-day things make them Yeah, fun. we've done a few things similar to that. We've more early on in the quarantine as it wears on, it's starting to feel a little more like endless summer, you know, <laughs> but at first I thought, oh, what if we just treat it like summer camp? You know, my husband and I actually both met at a summer camp, so we have that background, um, and <laughs> so we did, we did Lego night, we have done, um, let's see, and we're trying to think of creative things that were not movies, like let's not have movie night every night, you know, <laughs> yeah. um, we had a spa night where I got out face masks and painted everyone's fingernails. My husband got a face mask too and we had little cucumbers on our eyes. <laughs> Just something to have something to look forward to to do after dinner that wasn't like all we have to look to look forward to is bedtime, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's fun to have that. And then I know we try to go out for a walk and, and get a house. Gosh, that's such a mood changer. My kids, I can tell an immediate change. I'm like, hey, let's go out and walk around the neighborhood or ride your bike. So definitely trying to get out. I know you mentioned like y'all have fun on hikes and and we have, we've done socially distant hikes at, um, you know, Cameron Park, a few different places in Cameron Park, not the river trail because that one's super popular and busy. Yeah. It's really hard not to be near a person on that trail, but there's so many. And what I love about them is that they're all on Google Maps. So if you're not sure about where to hike or where the trails are, you can drive to Cameron Park, pull open Google Maps, and you can find all of the trail system on there. Well, I learned something I didn't know. I always learn things from you, Sarah Jane. You're so good. (laughs) Well, it also helps if you go down a trail and then you get lost in the woods. Not that that's ever happened to me, Adam. Right, right. (laughs) Awesome. Well, um, thank you so much for coming on and talking about Dress Day in May. It, It really is one of the highlights of, like, the year for me. I always look forward to seeing my friends and photos and kind of catching up. And so I love that you and I started this together and have continued on the journey for the last two years. Um, so thanks for talking with me about it and then inspiring me to do some fun things, more fun things with my kids while we kind of start to figure out how to come out of this social distancing, shelter in place thing, even though I think it's going to be around longer than what we, what we think. But, but thank you very much for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. And I can't wait to see you get dressy all May. I know. Can't wait. Well, thanks for listening today, guys. You can find out more at originaloutlaw.com. Uh, you can find me on Facebook, on all the social medias. And you also can find out more about podcasts uh, through Rogue Media Network, who powers this podcast. So be safe, and we'll see you next time. This has been Rogue Media Network Podcast.